We're back, and it is always a distinct privilege to say we are joined by Colonel John Mills, United States Army retired, a former special operator with a background in psychological warfare operations, among other things, also a man who has served as a civilian in senior ranks of the Office of the Secretary of Defense, specializing, among other things, in cyber warfare. He's a member of the Committee on the Present Danger China, a great friend, and an invaluable resource for all of us. And we're always delighted to have him featured prominently here at Secure Freedom Radio. John, welcome back, I think, for the first time in the new year. So a happy one to you. Oh, thank you, uh, Frank. As always, an honor to be with you. Thank you so much. Let me ask you first, John, about a problem that I know you have been thinking a lot about, um, both in the tech space and more generally, um, notably as part of our work at the Committee on the Present Danger China, trying to raise awareness about the magnitude of the threat we're facing from the Chinese Communist Party. And that is the help that American companies are giving to the CCP in making that threat all the more intense. Uh, you write for the Epic Times frequently. There is an article about um, American companies in the tech sector supercharging military as well as uh, dual-use activities of the Chinese communists. Give us a quick assessment um, as a military man and a cyber warfare specialist and all the rest of your credentials. What is up with this? And what are the implications of it, John? Well, th this has been a major theater of conflict uh, in advance of potential real conflict with China is interdicting and addressing U.S. companies enabling the buildup and the of the capabilities and capacities of communist China and their, their armed forces, their intelligence. And this is just, it has been an ongoing battle for a number of years. It really started happening with the, and I personally witnessed this, the anger inside the Obama administration as they were upset that China was stealing through the Office of Personnel Management breach and wanted to get tough with them by naming people. Uh, it's continued on since then. Of course, the best at this has been President Trump and Dr. Peter Navarro aggressively using our entities list and uh, financial interdiction to block these activities. Um, and and uh, the, the Biden administration has come out with a new list uh, uh, just a few just a few weeks ago, where DJI and others were named. But we still they, they play the seam lines and they play the gaps by renaming companies, finding areas where they're not on Department of Commerce's entity list. And we still got some of the big names: Dell, Google, Hewlett Packard, IBM. Uh, Intel, Microsoft, we we just have to interdict this, and because they're pl they're playing the gaps and seams where the federal government is either uh, um, uh, incompetent, unaware, and that unaware aspect is huge. Uh, don't ever ever underestimate the unaware aspect. And there, there's another the possible explanation, John, which I think we at least ought to uh, take note of, and that is complicit. That is to oh, say, absolutely. actually supporting this kind of collaboration with the Chinese in various domains. Um, John, you touched on the financial aspect of this. Um, one of the places where, of course, we've spent a lot of time uh, very much with uh, the inspiration and leadership of uh, our colleague Roger Robinson on this question of 
the capital markets and the extent to which we're not just providing technology or otherwise supercharging the Chinese uh, mastery of uh, the various means of competing um, militarily as well as uh, in the civilian sense, but we're actually underwriting the threat itself uh, in, in a whole host of ways. Um, it, the question recurs, John Mills, you're, again, a serious national security guy. What is it that these companies, uh, whether it's in the financial sector or the tech sector or, or otherwise, seem not to get about the national security dangers associated with enriching, to say nothing of empowering and emboldening the Chinese Communist Party? Yeah, it's, it's very simple. Larry Fink at BlackRock, essentially the largest investment firm in the world, uh, his quarterly and annual payout is taking precedence over the American people and, and free people of the world. They're far more interested in quarterly returns. So they're willing to, you know, they're essentially willing to sell their soul and the country and everyone uh, for those uh, those quarterly returns that essentially form the base of the pay their 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 payouts. I'm I'm sorry. It's it's really no more complicated than that. Greed, uh, I think, is the short yeah. form of this. Is that right? Absolutely, absolutely. The, and and the like, irony of it is, in, in you mentioned Larry Fink, who happens to be a bet noir of ours, as you know so well. Um, he's just perhaps the most egregious example of this phenomenon. But uh, it's not. It seems, John, that it's so much the the payout to his clients that's operating here, as much as it is the money that he personally may be getting and commissions and fees and the like um and you know ray dalio and vanguard's ceos and so on i mean this is this is a particularly parochial view uh, that doesn't even extend to the people he's supposedly uh you know working for yeah let's just simplify it his his god is his quarterly and annual payout and he places that gives that precedence over america and the american people it's as simple as that and we so we need to personalize it. He is uh, focused on his quarterly and annual payouts. That's what it's all about. That personal payout is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. John, uh, it's shocking. Um, not entirely surprising, given where we are at the moment, but uh, nonetheless, something that needs to be corrected, as does more generally, it seems to me. Um, the question of whether or not this kind of behavior, and it's just one example of it, but this kind of uh, attitude towards the Chinese uh, is something that we can survive uh, for any length of time. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking in particular of the need for a war footing more generally in our country. And that starts with recognizing the danger of the enemy and also trying to be uh, defending ourselves against it uh, in every respect. And again, you've given a lot of thought to uh, the military implications of the Chinese threat and, and what we need to be doing about it. But how important is it to be mobilizing the home front uh, and you know, our industrial sector, as well as, uh, you know, the defense industrial base, most obviously, uh, to meet this challenge. Yeah, we, we need to go back to almost World War II level of strategic thinking to understand all these, uh, all these, uh, our industrial output, our capabilities, because uh, these will, these will all be important uh, um, um, God forbid we proceed to a kinetic engagement. I think China's being pressured, forced. I just saw an article this morning. She's number one job is to eliminate uh, uh, the threat from internal elements, meaning people who are 
potentially going to overthrow him. That's actually his number one priority right now. But I think there's a window right after the Olympics, grave concerns, our industrial base. We need to start, start talking about uh, aircraft factories, shipyards, uh, our ability to, to, to uh, ramp up our uh, nuclear production as a deterrence, uh, and especially small nukes, because those are, have immense uh, deterrence value. Uh, the, the the reality that we are willing to deploy uh, nukes with small warheads. And, uh, you know, the shipbuilding capacity is one of the most, and the, and the Navy, which is really the vanguard of our ability to deter and, if necessary, defeat uh, the Chinese PLA and Navy, um, uh, once they get past their CRT training, uh, they need to focus on basic sea, uh, citizen, uh, seamanship to make sure their ships are not bumping into each other. Uh, and a lot of this is about the ability to rapidly repair, regenerate uh, uh, ships that have been damaged back into line, uh, the line of uh, duty. And that means forward capabilities in Guam. I mean, it means floating dry docks that uh, we have a handful. Uh, they need to be moved forward so we can rapidly uh, maintain and repair ships and get them right back into action. Uh, those are uh, very wise uh, prepar preparatory activities that also demonstrate resolve and deterrence and will hopefully make China think twice. John, a number of the things that you've just talked about there are very long lead items. Um, you know, Don Rumsfeld famously said, you go to war with the army and I guess for that matter, the Navy you have. And if you don't have those shipbuilding facilities or those aircraft production lines or those um, dry docks, for that matter, uh, not only ready to go, but where you need them uh, and uh, in a position to be actually ramped up, um, you're going to find they're not much use in the kind of kinetic uh, prospect that you're I think, wisely warning of. Talk a little bit about why it may be as early as March that we might see things pop um, with, well, the Chinese communists perhaps in Taiwan or India or both or uh, Ukraine for the Russians, uh, maybe other neighboring states uh, or Iran and Israel. I mean, these are the sorts of places that uh, we anticipate uh, and are working to try to flesh out as prospects for a conflict in our countdown to conflict project. I, I just, I'd be very interested in your thoughts about, you know, the very short term and, and most especially what you can do to deter in that window. Well, I think of all, there's a lot of moving parts and they all point toward a likelihood of conflict. I, I mentioned the article this morning where she is on a rampage to eliminate the internal threat to his hold of power. That's that's an, a huge, just the mere fact that that came out was a huge indicator of the duress, but also they're under food duress, they're under uh, energy duress, uh, dictators when they're under duress, like the financial duress, uh, they they think and project outwardly. The, uh, um, they're going to... Uh, they're not going to interrupt the Olympics. A, a good totalitarian never interrupts an Olympic opportunity. Uh, so they're going to let the uh, genocide games as much as they can. Um, I, we have a, supposedly a dip, diplomat uh, uh, that we we will not uh, have diplomats travel, but that seems to even have eroded a bit. But after after the genocide Olympics it is is a danger, just like so uh, after the Sochi Olympics. 
within uh, within days, uh, Putin put his game or you know, start executing his game plan for encroaching upon the Donbass in in the Ukraine and the Crimean Peninsula. Um, so I foresee uh, a very we need to be on red alert, uh, no pun intended, uh, now uh, to demonstrate deterrence. And I think likelihood of uh, an accelerated artillery duel, because the reality is this, the Russians do not have that much force structure, even as reinforced. Um, so and uh, much of it will be kind of optics and, and strategic communication. Uh, but there also uh, will be encroachment potentially on, uh, on the Indian border. I also read another article here where uh, China is autonomous capabilities, ground vehicles along the border. I think one of the, you know, there was a border clash uh, about, uh, I think it was in 2020, where the Chinese did not end up well, and it created uh, a catastrophe of public relations internally because of the loss of life on the Chinese side and the shoddy way in which they, those families who lost uh, sons uh, were treated. Uh, but so Ukraine, Indian border, I would say uh, putting myself as a PLA, uh, the army or the Navy planner with the high staff um, in Beijing, why invade Taiwan when you can bypass Taiwan, ta Taiwan and envelop it? So I'm concerned about encroachment onto the northern Philippines. There's uh, a huge opportunity to secure that access um, to the uh, deep ocean um, by uh, securing the right shoulder, which is the Philippines, the left shoulder being Taiwan. But if you secure that left, that right shoulder of the Philippines, if you hug the Filipino coast and go down to just below New Guinea, the Solomon Islands, remember World War II history, uh, the Solomon Islands are in chaos right now. Their China-leaning uh, uh, prime minister, uh, is being uh, is under duress because the population is pro Taiwan, not pro China, and he's asked for police trainers. The translation of that that's a that's a code word for soft invasion opportunity for the Chinese. And for the Chinese, they seem to be taking advantage of it, don't they? Um, John, all of this is really uh, a very important background for the kind of activity that needs to be taken, uh, not only to stop doing things that are counterproductive and, and dangerous indeed, but take steps that um, that might actually prevent conflict uh, while there's still time. And um, another thing you, you touched on that I just wanted to ask your thoughts on quickly are these genocide games. Um, the Chinese Communist Party obviously, as you've indicated, um, sees an opportunity as Adolf Hitler did, for example, back in 1936, to capitalize on the seeming endorsement and legitimization of the international by having its athletes in Beijing in February for these winter games. Um, as you know, John, uh, one of our projects at the Committee on the Present Danger of China with uh, Reggie Littlejohn's outfit, the Women's Rights Without Frontiers, has been to argue that we should not be participating in these games. It's become increasingly compelling, I think, as an argument in light of the real threats to the physical well-being, maybe even the lives of our athletes. John Mills, we have to leave it at that. Thanks for these insights into the magnitude of the danger we're facing at the moment and what might happen even the next few months and the dangers particularly of having 
And thanks to all of you for listening as well. I hope you'll do so again tomorrow, same time, same station. Until then, this is Frank Gaffney. Thanks for listening.